Hi guys, welcome back to season 4 of the MCNO podcast. This is the first episode and I am like I can I can not thank everyone who has supported us from season 1 enough. Four seasons in, four years in, and you guys are still riding with us. You're going hard with us. And all I need to say is a big thank you to all of you because I couldn't have done this without you. I couldn't have done this without the team behind me, all the guys who have supported us throughout the years. I am honestly grateful to everyone. And so for season four, we're going to start with the bank. I've brought like one of the coolest people I've come across in the music space. I've brought like, he's almost like the fashionista. If I should put it that way. Like, you never catch this guy slacking when it comes to his dressing. His sense, no. You never you never catch him slacking. And he transfers that same energy to the DJ. He has been DJing for the longest time. He was a DJ like six, almost six or seven years before I became a DJ. And he's still going hard. And he's not even slowing down. Not showing sure no signs of slowing down. And I feel like he deserves his flowers. And it's only right that I start season four with him. Welcome, DJ Mike Smith. Yes, sir. <laughs> How you living? How's everything going? Shall everything is cool, as you can see. I mean, we're always on the grind, like we're always trying to like do your own thing, make sure everything works, and put ourselves out there. You know, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. I couldn't, I couldn't honestly be more proud and grateful that you did decided to do this with me, cause I was honestly true story. I was just in my corner on a Saturday. And my friend just texted me like, "Yo, are you MC now?" <laughs> I was surprised, and I was like, "Yes." For the longest time, I needed to talk to you, but then I've not been able to. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I mean, it's it's God's plan, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, God, God it, had, it, it had happen. to happen. Yeah, yeah. To let's let's start the conversation. Mm. Who is Mike Smith? Uh what can I say? Mike Smith is a is a hustler. Okay. Who grew up in the suburbs of Osu, like in the ghetto part of Osu. Oh, yeah, that's where I grew it was up. Yeah, yeah, I speak Ghana. I speak Ghana very well. Oh, almost yeah. like Ghana. Yeah, you That's know. Nice. So, and then, I mean, growing up in Osu, one would wonder what you become when you grow up. I mean, True. It, was, it was a bit rough at that time. So, I mean, God came through for me and gave me gave me this talent. <laughs> An amazing talent, I tell you that. Because you know, you've, you've you polished it, you made sure that you've owned whatever you've done, and you made it work for you. So, yeah. as for that, I'd, yeah. I'd give you the flowers for that. Yeah. So. Thanks. When when it comes to DJing, when at what age did you start DJing? Like, what, when did it all start for you? Um, it all started in two thousand and nine. Okay. I mean, I was I was I was on the streets. I mean, I was just hustling, just hustler. making things, yeah, work, making trying, moves, yeah. trying to eat and everything, you know. And then my passion, my passion for music actually took me to the DJing field. Okay. If I should say so. I mean, I I, I love music. Have I mean, you I have you always to, liked music? Yeah, I used to I used to rap and sing back in school. Rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone that was, knew that. Yeah, that's that was what I started with. I used to sing. Okay. You know, I, used to, I was in the choir. I was the entertainment professor at my school at that time. Okay. You know, so I was just doing a lot. Wait, was, so you like were you like the regular church boy growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choir I, I, type I, thing. I, my part like part of my growing up was at the church house. Oh wow, that's yeah, nice. So I I learned how to play a bit of the keyboard, the guitar, and the drums. Okay. You know, so yeah, that's 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 actually what's led to this. Yeah. To me becoming like a DJ. You know. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 impressive. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this. <laughs> yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So that's how it started for you. Yeah, that's so. how it started. So um, back in 2009, okay. yo, I really didn't know what to do in my life. You understand? I was, I was at that point. Yeah, like, I was just was Charlie, happening. I was now. just like, Charlie, what, what, what am I going to do? My friends yeah. are all like in offices. Some of them are actually making it. Like when you understand, doing their own thing, and I'm just there, you know. So I started like linking up with people. Mm-hmm. You know? So I used to work for Guinness. Okay. We used to do pro, we used to run promos for them. You know, when they are having a, a like an activation in clubs and pubs and stuff. Yeah. So I used to be one of the, those guys that they used when they, they were doing that. So I, through that, I met a lot of cool people. I mean, who yeah. were in the entertainment space. space. Yeah. So I just spoke to them, and then I mean, I expressed my love for music, and, you yeah. know, music, and then everything mm-hmm. that comes with it. So when the, the the chance came, they called me up. One of them called me up saying, "Oh." Have, I have a job for you, but it can only be a DJ. If you can DJ, then I'll give you a job. I right. didn't think about it. But you took it. I mean, that's the hustler mentality. Yeah, I took it. That's and then, the hustler mentality. Yeah, I, I actually took it. I, I took it because I didn't have anything Any, going on ex- Yeah, that time. so you'd rather do yeah, that so than I not do it. And then they yeah, put food. me on a graveyard. It was a radio station. Okay. <laughs> so just like that's radio. Just like that. And then oh, wow. The, the station was fresh at that time. So it was YFM. So, okay. Yes. But it was, was it known as YFM then? Yeah. Oh wow! I started, yeah. Like just but like the DAO was different. I think it was one hundred seven point seven at that time. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like just like that. Yeah, just like that. First DJ yeah. thing, first DJ job. You know, so they gave put me a radio. Graveyard. Yeah. At that time, it was the last show on the, on the station was Jeremy. Jeremy. At okay. That time, Jeremy yeah. and Kess. So I came in after them, like the graveyard shift. Yeah. You know, so like ten p.m. type thing. Yeah, ten p.m. Like play music yeah. till like five a.m. till the, the next show. Next show. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I did. So. Actually, that's why I, I learned everything. Everything. You know, everything I do now yeah. in terms of DJing, that's where I learned it from. You know, so I was, I was determined. Because actually, I was like, I can't fail. Because yeah. you know, already, I don't really have anything going on with me. So, so I'd rather, why would I fail? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't have to fail. I have to go exactly. hard, you know, and make it happen. That's honestly impressive. Yeah. Because now, in, in our current times, if you tell anyone on radio to play late hours, yeah. they are... Most likely going to be like, but who, nobody's listening. Yeah, so I, I, I won't take it. Fact though, but that's what built me. That's what made me Mike Smith. Yeah. Because of the great, because it's it's very flexible. The graveyard graveyard shift is actually very okay. flexible. You can try your hands on things like you're not trying to scratch. Like there's that room. Mix. There's, yeah, that, there's room. that room. Like okay. like nobody's like you know, trying okay. to control what you're doing, doing okay. you know, around that time. So it's actually very flexible. You get a chance to do whatever you want to do, learn what you want to learn. That, that's that's cool yeah. that's that's very cool yeah <laughs> um <laughs> we are having the conversation but then i'm also getting an insight into the kind of person you are because just from this brief what you told me about how you started mm-hmm. it's safe to say that you are a go-getter like once you see that something is going to work yeah. out for you yeah. you go for it yeah that's how it has been for me since i mean my friends know those who really know me know me like people like you go get out whatever you want you get it yeah. you know once i put my mind to it that's like okay i want to do this or i want to get this i'll get it you get it that's me that's you yeah. get it yeah it's that's hard work yeah yeah and commitment too. commitment and consistency yeah. honestly the one of the things i believe in in life is consistency yeah. like regardless even if you're not good at it once you're consistent maybe yeah. it will, it will, if it's yours you it get will, better yeah, happen, you yeah. get so yeah. from from there from graveyard from being on radio, where did that graduate to for you? <laughs> so let me tell you a funny story. So throughout my, my time at YFM, yeah. I mean, I was there for like a year. 
Then I started late 2008, and then it, it came into 2009, and when they, they settled, yeah. so I was actually one of them. And then beside the program set, I was still running the great graveyard, graveyard yeah. and I was like a sub for other DJs. Okay, like when like a DJ can't make it, I'm the guy that yeah. they called. Okay, okay, Mike Smith, Charlie, tomorrow Kes can't come, Kes can't make it, so just make yourself available. So I was like that. So I was like a sub DJ, yeah. you know. So something happened in 2009. Mm-hmm. Get, getting to 2010, I, I believe. Um, so I was sick, and then I went to the hospital, and then they gave me a letter, a note saying, "Oh, I need rest." Yeah, you, had, rest. So you had gone I hard. I submitted, yeah. So I took it to my, my boss, um, then my wife, and then they were like, "Okay, I should stay home." But then, prior to that, I have spoken to someone about playing at the club. Right. So the person called me that same day, saying that, "Oh, the club that you want to play at." The club owner wants to meet you tonight. So come over so we talk about it and then you start. But you weren't well. But I had to. I needed a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I needed a job. Yeah, I so I actually took my bath and then Charlie. Around that, at that time, I I only had like one jeans and then one lacoste and then a sneaker. That's okay. what I take everywhere. Right. The club, to work, everything. Okay. Guys, people like, yo, don't you have any other clothes apart from these? Like... I was going through it. You yeah. know, it was life, you understand? So I went to the club to meet the owner. Okay, so it was Rockstone's office at that time, around 2010. Wow. So yeah, I went to meet Reggie Rockstone. That's a big thing there. Because yeah. it was it was the way like that's where the big guns yeah. were at that yeah. time. I mean, the one So you've had like big opportunities coming away since yeah, that's what I'm saying. With consistency, all these doors will open, open for you. Open for you, yeah. You understand? I mean, and when it's your time, it's your time. Nobody can stop, stop you. It, you that's understand? True. When it's time for you to shine, nothing can nothing stop can. It. That's true. You understand? So I went there to see Reggie. And unfortunately for me, my boss saw me there. Ooh. And I was like, ah, you're sick. Are you not sick? So what are you doing here? I tried to explain to him. He was like, okay, cool. So I finished everything. Reggie employed me that very night. And then I went to the following day. I got a call from work that told Kale, they say you're sick. They can't see from club. So Charlie, they said they suck you. Oh? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, wow. Are you serious? I actually thought that was like the end for me. My career that I'm, like I'm starting and everything. Yeah. Like, how is it going to be like? That's tough. You know, I was actually very sad. I, I called my mom and I told her about it. And she was like, don't worry. There are bigger things ahead. Well, like right. we always say. So I took it. I took my L. And then I went home. And then I, I, I started preparing for the new you know, job we are taking. Yeah. Okay. So I started playing at Rock, Rock Stones. Back then it was um, Big L and Amani. They were the DJs okay. there. So I just to learn under them so like when, whenever i go to work whenever they are playing i'm right beside them it got to a point i had to challenge my eye red i wanted to make it yeah. <laughs> you know because yeah. i i've taken a first l i can't take a second one yeah you know so i just decided to go hard whilst i was at rockstones rockstone with the help of rockstone himself mm-hmm. his wife um and some of the people that come to party there yeah. big yeah. girl amani Fami Fache, all those eddie blay all those people i mean they took me in and then they groomed me in a way Mm-hmm. And they they showed me how how oh, you can make it work, you know. So that's that's impressive. Yeah, so and I took it from there. <laughs> it had to work for you. It had to work, man. Charlie, it had to work because I didn't have any other choice. Losing a first job wouldn't be easy. A yeah. job that you think was yes. going to be I was like, I was, I was, exactly. I was okay. I was, I was, I was, I was happy. I was like, ah, Charlie, things are going on well. I hope it continues. And then, yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah. So it was actually Rockstone Surface that I I became like a household name. Okay. Like the name actually came out, Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Smith. Mike Smith. Is that a real name, Michael Smith? Yeah, that's my real name. Oh, that works. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm jealous of 
every person or every entertainer whose stage name fits their actual name. Yeah, it's, I didn't <laughs> like want to it's, use it's honestly such a cool thing. Yeah, you know you can use your guy name and then you go you can use to your a nickname. different country. And yeah, then there's, then there's someone else there. The now you're like, okay, what do we do? Yeah, what do exactly. we do? So, yeah, so I, I, totally just, I just decided to, to, to use my name. Yeah, but so after that, you will come back to your story. But then you just mentioned going to other countries and seeing other people. Like with your growth, how has it been? Like stepping in different regions and like stepping in different territories. Well, how, one thing is about it, me, is it the same as the Ghanaian terrain? Or is no, that, it's not. Okay, it's not. And one thing about me is I get bored easily. Oh, I get bored like doing one thing. I get bored, so yeah. I have to be creative around it and try to like you know explore. Like the different angles. Yeah, I understand. So, I mean, it got to a point I was like, I'm bored in Ghana. <laughs> Let me just try and go out there. So, my first three countries that I went, I paid everything myself. So, went there to beg promoters to book me to play for free. Right. I paid for my own hotel. I paid for my own flights. I paid for... So, I just went there to beg them. I just Bro, carried my bag. That's let's say in the crazy commitment. Of um, um, Lagos. Yeah. And then I'm just hopping from club to club, club begging to club, them to yeah. let them let me play. Give me a show. I'm a Ghanaian. Yeah, give me a show. Me so one guy actually believed in me in Ivory Coast. Okay. And then gave me a shot. And then I played. And he was like, wow. Can you move here? Like, we want you to move here. We want to, I want to make you like my resident DJ. DJ like, can here. you move here? Can you come and live here? I was like, nah, I'm just oh, trying okay. to explore. explore. I can't yeah, stay yeah. at one place. Yeah. And then after I got a chance to work with an artist. Okay. You know, I, I worked with, I started with um, E.O. From the beginning, I mean, since like 2010. So you were EOS DJ? Yeah, I was EOS DJ from 2010 That's to like cool. 2014, 20, yeah, 2014, 2015. Mm. And then I worked with Mr. Easy. Mr. Yeah, Easy from I, like 2015. I, I think like that's when I started following everything. Yeah. yeah. And then I worked with Runtown for a while. And then, uh, yeah, like I, I, I started. Your resume working. is impressive. See, my arms are folded, but <laughs> then. <laughs> Man, I'm honestly mind blown at yeah. how you've been able to do so well for yourself. Like yeah. you've honestly done impressive. I think and it's God. God knew I didn't have anybody. But like, he, you understand? He was so like, nah. had to work for you. Yeah, like they always say, God no go shame us. That's exactly. exactly That's my true. story. You know, because I true. didn't have anyone. Yeah. I didn't have anyone. I didn't have an uncle to go to. I didn't have you understand. Nobody so owed you no favors anywhere. Yeah, I had to, you had to do that for yourself. You know, so yeah, I just you. took it upon myself to just try to do what I can do to blow up. And to make yeah. it, and and how how do you see your journey so far? Like, have, uh, have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been an experience. I mean, I've enjoyed it. Well, I mean, it was. The, I, I don't cried, think it was what you I've expected. Laughed. You've cried. Oh, of course. Tell me, tell me about that. Nah, but then obviously what made you people cry? will do things to you that will hurt you. Just like true. um, that's true. 2013, 20, 20, 2014, I had a chance to play at the Ghana Music Awards, mm-hmm. and then I think something went wrong, and then that night everything was about me. The insults, everything on social media, but they didn't understand what was going. They didn't know, but you can't tell them. You can't explain exactly. what went or on wrong. over there. You understand? But so I just took it. I took it. I mean, it was it was painful. I was hurts. I was actually on, my, on the phone with my mom for like three hours like, just talking. The whole I was country, just the whole country is just going yeah, to be like. Yeah, you understand. You go a chance. What this was I mean, it's wow. normal. It's a process, and then you know, life itself is not straight. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes Charlie, you have to go. You have to tell you for use corners and things yeah. before you understand. So that's how it is. So I, w- I really wasn't bothered. So I just took my L again. Mm-hmm. And then I, I decided to okay, focus and then make sure I become a better person. Yeah. You understand? Not to make those mistakes again. Yeah. yeah. Talk, talking about the Ghana Music Awards and like that opportunity. What other big stages or what, what other stages would you call big <laughs> stages? Have you played on? Oh, a lot. 
Yeah, I want to hear them. I can't even remember them. What do you think is your your biggest stage so far? My biggest stage and then my biggest big and my biggest gig was when I played uh, for the Mo Ibrahim Foundation. Oh, that's big. It was like a big big concert with um, Angelique Kijo, Kijo. Sako, the Stone Boy and other big around the world. Yeah, and then that was like my highest paid gig around that time, I think. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. But then I've been on some big stages around the world. I mean, some I can't remember. What was your favorite country you've played in? My favorite country? Hmm. I'd say... Um, the States? America, yeah. America. Yeah, I forget it. Because you, you actually go there a lot. And I see yeah. a lot of bookings from yeah. there. Yeah, so that's actually... How, how different is it really? Is it the it's fact It's actually that very different. The people that come out in America... Mm-hmm know why they are coming out they are they are coming out to party they are coming out to enjoy the music yeah some of them actually know the music yeah music so it's actually easy for you to play for them yeah you know because they're already happy they want to party they're coming with the vibes yeah nobody's posing nobody's coming to for you to just now play music they like to get into the mood okay would you say that is is that like a Ghanaian thing where people just come out for the fact that they want to be out then you play music they like before they actually get into them. Well, well, a lot of people in Ghana come out to pose, if you ask me. They, come, they don't come yeah, to have the fun. The clubs, yeah. Some of them just come, be on their phones and be watching others. And like, what's the point, really? Playing and then you understand, you, you know. But you came to party. America, people walk in prepared. Yeah. Once they get to the gate and, and they the hear music, the sound. They're just vibing it. from there. The party starts. That's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. It, that makes your job also easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes it fun makes it easy what's what's that's one that's one memory you're always going to cherish like with how far you've come like me being a gz i'm up there did you ever feel like yeah i'm up no you've not felt that way nah i'm still an underground dj oh bro no, i'm actually serious <laughs> no no i'm not actually watching. haven't gotten to where i want to get to that yet. doesn't mean you're underground but i'm bro. still underground i'm still learning i still learn from these young djs you know, I still go. Sometimes go, I go out not just to, just, to listen. just to listen to them yeah, and I learn from you. them. But you're up. You're someone's mentor, bro. Wow. Somebody, someone is also my I'm, mentor. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, because from time, right? You know, so when you're talking about 20, your journey, like around 2014, yeah. playing for Mr. Easy, that's when I, I'd also like, I don't want to say my interest started, but then my interest had peaked in music like right, crazy. So right. then I was listening to everything possible, trying to get like my hands on all music mm-hmm. I could get, right? So it's like that's when I was like, okay, YFM free every day. Yeah, from like morning, mid morning show, afternoon, late afternoon, the lounge, bro, and all that. All of it, like listening in the evening. Sometimes the conversations, I'm like, but I don't relate to this conversation. But like, okay, <laughs> but I know what, I don't know the music that's going to come. So yeah. I'm still going to keep listening, yeah. type thing. So it's like that was where my interest was. So then I started realizing you. Then social media blooming, me going to uni, I'm like, actually. Yeah, yeah. So you're seeing videos of people doing skills of their sets, people playing in different sports. So I'm like, actually, people do. Yeah. But I'll be able to do it. I can yeah. do it. I can yeah. do it. Type thing. So it's like, those were the journeys I looked at to actually tell myself that, yeah, I could do it and mm-hmm. I could improve at it. Yeah. So it's like, when I say you're someone's mentor, yeah, you're really, really someone's mentor. Well, I try. Like you've been inspiring to so many people. Yeah, I, I tried. I mean, you know. And it's even more impressive because you bring yourself to like that level where you're easily approachable. Yeah, if you don't do that, how are you going to learn? Like, you know, you understand? And 
and you're 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 like just gonna fade out like that if you don't do that mm -hmm. you also always have to try and then mingle with the young ones and then try to help them and also try to learn from them and all that so that's what i try do you to believe do. in gatekeeping because <sighs> did you ever feel like if you gatekeeping affected you in any way like when you were in the whole process of like becoming a dj mm -hmm. like everything was everything wanted easily accessible to you no. yeah no i wasn't i wasn't wasn't i remember <laughs> i remember when i got my first laptop i mean mm. i used to have cd bags yeah and then i got um a laptop i actually used to borrow a friend's laptop to play to play you know and i was using virtual dj at that time yeah so shout out to big girl man big girl actually forced me to buy a serato box he bought me my first serato box, box yeah. and then my first macbook okay. you know so i mean it was the struggle like around that time trying to get Jimmy you know my salary wasn't Charlie my salary was just like Charlie pick a car to work and back home and eat that's yeah, all that's you it. know so where I am I going to get the money to buy so, a laptop yeah. a whole MacBook Pro and then so 2012 or somewhere around 2012 busy signal came to Ghana mm -hmm. was it 2012 2010 2011 one of them and then um Sonny Bali he passed just yeah. this week may he yeah, still rest in I peace I just saw someone doing a free yeah, stuff yeah I was I was yeah, I was cool with him and his manager so his, his manager called me and was like oh Mike he was the one who brought Sony by um, Busy Signal to Ghana around that yeah. time and Capricci and all that. So he was like, I want you to play the gig. Yeah. How much do you want me to pay you? And I was like, Charlie, me, I don't want anything. Please, can you buy me a MacBook? Yeah. You know, so that was how I got my first MacBook. So I played that gig and I got a MacBook. MacBook, yeah. And took it from there. Take it from there. That's yeah. that's you, you have an interesting story, I yeah. promise. Like your story is so inspiring because mm -hmm. right now, I, I don't want to say life is easy, but then Life is not as difficult as it was back then. Yeah. So it was I mean, like, yeah. By the grace of God, everything is okay now. Everything, things are too good, but then it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so YFM fired you. How long were you away from YFM before actually you went back to YFM? So a lot of things happened after I got fired from YFM. Mm -hmm. um, after YFM fired me, I got a job at Rockstones. I killed myself. Within two years, my name was everywhere. Right. My name was everywhere, and then shout out to Kwame Fachi, man. He's one of the guys that's really helped me, mm -hmm. you know, to get to where I am today. Yeah. So he got me gigs in between. I mean, yeah. I got another gig, Motagini Street Dance Africa. I mean, they did in Ghana. I was a DJ. That yeah. was actually the, the the that was actually another gig that made me some good money. That was when I rented my first <laughs> um um um, um self-contained place to stay. Place at. to stay. A single yeah. room self-contained. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Kwame Fachi. So in between that, um, a lot happened. I mean, after I blew up, I started getting gigs. I, I became like the toast of the capital, mm -hmm. if I should say so. And then um, Kwame Fachi came to me and said, no, we are putting up a radio station. That was the old vibe before yeah. the other one that Sheldon them yeah. running. So I want you on. And then some other people. So I was like, cool, I mean, I'm not doing radio now. Yeah. But before that, after YFM fired me, I worked for Choice FM for free. For months, I was just going there to play music. Yeah, because uh, you paid. had to. Yeah. yeah. And so Kwame Fachi came and he was like, Charlie, we're starting a station. I want you to be on board, blah, 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 blah. And then took it from there. So I was there for like a year or two. And then YFM came back for me. They're like, bro, we need you back. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they came and back for how, me. how was the feeling for you going back? Like, I mean, do you feel like... You guys let me go now. You need me, so you're coming for me. I actually like, didn't want to. I actually didn't want to. Around that time, it was between YFM and Star. Star was Star coming FM. fresh. Yeah. You know, it was between that. So Bulari called me, Mike, I want you on Star. And YFM also called. 
And then, so I had to speak to a lawyer about it. Mm-hmm. I spoke to my lawyer about it, and then she was like, weigh the deal, weigh both of them. Which one is going to help you in terms of your brand and everything? So I was like, Charlie, YFM is the YFM place. Because YFM place. is for the young and younger heart. Like, yeah, you exactly. understand? And then that's the direction I'm trying to go. So, I mean, now I just go for Y. She was mm. like, oh, let's go for it. Oh. So, since then, you've been... Yeah, I've been, I've been with Y since then. So YFM like, actually changed the game. They changed, did. Yeah, Not going to lie. Yeah, Not going to lie. They did. They yeah. penetrated. And I'm happy to be part of it. <laughs> you made it happen. Do you understand? So it's, so it's like, yeah, you've actually seen things happen. Yeah. Seen people grow. Like you've seen brands grow. Mm. You've seen like radio stations grow from the ground up. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, you're actually up there. So when you were talking, you mentioned like working with EL. Yeah. How was that? Like, how did that even happen? It was me and EL. Uh, uh, the, it was, the vibe was, was actually cool. It was I like Gun Brothers. Yeah, Charlie, we were like brothers. Charlie, who just recorded yeah. a song. Yo, Mike, come. Come listen to something. Yeah, I'll just go into the studio. Charlie, I record this. Oh, I want you to put your voice on it. Like, that's how we were. We were like, yeah. very cool. We are super cool. Oh, Charlie, what you did? Come, come. We could go here. You know, like, we're just, we're like brothers. We're like an artist and a DJ. DJ yeah, like, we're like brothers. That makes it even more fun to work Yeah, together. so it was actually fun. And knowing EO and the kind of records he was putting out around that time, you could easily tell that he was easygoing. Yeah. Because, like, the records were relatable. Yeah. They were easygoing. Like, yeah. they had catchy lyrics. They were fun. Yeah. So, I didn't say that. Around that time, I got signed to BBNZ. That's how come oh, I... Oh, you got yeah. signed. So, Ooh. myself, EL started BBNZ together. Yeah. We were, like, we were the first signees. Signees. Yeah. yeah. EL was the first. And I think I was the second before... Yeah, that's followed. Kojoku and yeah, Kojoku and all them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it was like they were all relatable. Their lyrics were fun to listen. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, yeah. like it was catchy. You yeah, go, you well, know, like they were rocking. Yeah, because we were always in the studio together, creating. Like it was just vibes, like yeah. good vibes throughout. So like yo, L is a studio freak. Like he's always a studio rat, if I should say. Studio rat. He's rats. always in the studio. <laughs> always in the studio. You can find him there. So one yeah. time I was listening to radio. I think one of Jay Foley's shows. And he was telling a story of EO calling him, like, Charlie, I'm going to the studio after work. Yeah. <laughs> and he showed up to the studio yeah. in work clothes. Yeah. Literally yeah. ready to work. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. So it was like a circle. Joe, Jay Foley, Jeremy, EO, EO. you know, you know. Stargo, yeah, all of them. You yeah. understand? Yeah. So it was fun. I mean, EO was always in the studio. So Charlie, he's actually the one that creates, starts the process. And then calls the guy, Charlie, I started this. Let's finish it. And then they will just come and put their verses or whatever on it and then we'll just put it out did you did you did you put out music when you yeah i used to put yeah around that time I under the name Mike putting out, yeah putting out music since like uh 2012 2014 2013 oh, wow. yeah so you're like one of the djs are like saw the lights yeah. early and like okay boom i'm yeah. a dj but i put out music yeah my first single was um el and scientific or the, the reminder it was a rap song it was a rap song yeah that's that's cool yeah and i i featured manifest around that time I featured Kwakesi around that time. I featured uh, Joey B, Stago, Jeremy. How's, how's it like working with like all these people? Like it was fun. It was fun because who has who has been the, the most fun person to work with? The most fun person to work. We are taking out EO. We are taking out. We are taking out EO, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Jay Foley. I understand Jay Foley. Hammer took me to Jay Foley to, to teach me one or two. Jay Foley is an OG. He's an OG, yeah. bro. Yeah, he's, he's an OG. OG. His voiceovers and yeah, all of them he's things. An OG. So it was through. Jay Foley, that I met EL. Mm-hmm. And then I met the rest of the crew. You know, so after BBNZ signed me, so then I got the chance to meet the rest of them. I mean, big shouts to Nival, big shouts to Kwame, 
BBNZ was late around that time. I mean, we went live. <laughs> we went live. You guys, you guys made it happen for real. Yeah. And so then after EO, you took a break from playing for artists. Yeah. And then, then the next was Mr. Easy. Yeah. How did that happen? I think Easy, I, I, I think I was one of the first people who played Easy's music on music. Did you play when he was still a student? At Tech? Yeah, when he was still a student. Nobody knew Easy around that time. I was actually one of the first people that used to play his songs. And I'm both not, I'm on not, radio and in the club. I'm not going to lie. Easy had like a banging song, but then he wasn't like known. Yeah. You remember PP Dance? Yeah, PP Dance. PP Dance was <laughs> such a banger, bro. Yeah. Like when you listen right now, you're like, what? This is Mr. Easy. Yeah. And like he was like making it happen, but yeah. then he just like didn't have like that penetration mm-hmm. to make everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like when it happened, you were one hand to make sure that okay boom yeah, yeah, yeah. since so, i was one of the first yeah, so it's really right my star. it was my star my star actually called me and yeah. was like yo easy wants you to work with him i was like charlie you be sure and he was like yeah so we See, met you be then, sure because yeah, you know how these things go you understand? <laughs> so we met and then we we spoke and then i mean the vibe was already there because me and easy were, were like cool yeah. already so and he used to come to the club for me to just play his music Definitely. so it was vibe. it was normal i mean it was cool for us actually come together and work together yeah yeah so it's just it's just work from then yeah it was work so, we taught we taught a lot of countries i mean almost like every african country the uk like in other parts that's a huge uk base yeah that's a huge uk base yeah so like through all that through all like working with artists are you playing for any artists after easy have you played for any artists after easy yeah i've played for run town oh yeah you true you mentioned I played for a lot of them i was actually stoneboy's first dj Oh yeah, that's what it was. Like before 20, it started. 2011. Yeah, I was his first DJ. We played, yeah, we could yeah. play a couple of shows together. I think then, I remember Stoneboy's first song when it came out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, 2011. Yeah, so and then I hard. worked with Runtown. I worked with. I used to go to Nigeria to play concerts with Runtown and stuff. And I worked with. I think from there, then I moved. To, um, I, I started working with medical. So right now it's medical. Yeah, it's medical. Yeah. So, like, through all of it, through, like, the different artists, what has been, like, that's one lesson that always stands out when you're working with these people. Because, regardless, you guys are brothers. Yeah. But then, there's still always that thing you could learn from yeah, 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 everyone in yeah. sort I mean, of just, shows that similarities. Yeah. Be humble. Yeah. And be cool with everybody. You never know what will happen tomorrow. What will happen. You understand? I mean, yeah. throughout my journey with all these, that's what I learned. You know, being humble is like yeah, one you know, of those Charlie, you might fall off at a point Bruh. who's gonna hold you <laughs> you don't understand yeah like, thinking about it some yeah. of my favorites of falling off in yeah life. it's 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 actually real it i mean no matter how hot you are in like five ten years you you wouldn't be that hot you'll still be there but yeah. you wouldn't be you understand the hype wouldn't be as it used to be yeah. so you know you have to actually Charlie, think twice about it <laughs> and make sure that at least you're being humble and you're stepping yeah. on like the right stones yeah so very recently i saw that um you put out your daughter yeah after like a year mm-hmm. after she was born yeah. like no one knew anything yeah else. how was that for you like actually making that public well i had to i mean because who doesn't want to have a child <laughs> right. i mean they are blessing like kids are blessing yeah right? you understand so i mean i actually wanted to put her out of there yeah that was like the plan. That's yeah. what that was the yeah, plan. That was the plan. Okay, so you decided to just keep it. Yeah, to keep it. What's her name? Myself, Skylar. Ooh, beautiful yeah. name. Yeah. How has how has having her changed you? Like how has father who changed she, you? She 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 has really changed my life a lot. She has a turned lot. my life around. I mean, she has made me understand life. 
You understand? And then, I mean, Charlie, she has, she has, she's a blessing. She and makes she, you yeah. happy. Yeah, like, she makes me happy. Now you have, like, good reasons to just wake up yeah. and say, you and know then what, she, she, just go she for actually it. came in just around the time my mom passed. Oh. Yeah, her mom she's got like pregnant just around that angel, time. Angel, angel. So, yeah, like an angel yeah. for an angel. So, she's time. actually very special to me. Yeah. Yeah, she's that, just that, like my she mother. She definitely means a lot. Yeah, she means a lot to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you plan on having more children? Of course. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are those people that an angel for an angel. No, so, no, maybe no, 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 I will. she's special. Definitely. So, I'll just yeah, keep yeah, it. Yeah, no, 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 definitely no, no. will have yeah, more. I want to have more kids. That's, that's more impressive. Kids, yeah. Going forward, what, what do you want to work on? Honestly, when I say what you want to work on, let me give you your flowers now. If, <laughs> if no one is going to say it, Mike Smith is, should I say the first? <laughs> if, no, honestly, respect to Viroski. Viroski is like my big brother. He knows. Yo, shout to my bro, man. Virus. But res- respect to Viroski. But I think Mike Smith is the first DJ to have his own concerts in this country. Tell me well, I'm wrong. When we, if we, if we want to, if we want to talk about those things, actually, a lot. I'm, I'm the first to do a lot. <laughs> Great. So since we've agreed on that, the but, shutdown concert. Yeah, the, the shutdown first one concert. that happened at the Akramo car park. Yeah, big shouts to my star again. My star, my star, put my star all made that. it happen. So that was around the time we were working with Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My star Impressive. was like, yo, you have to stand out, do something mm. different. And like I told you, me, I easily get bored. Like right. you know, so I wanted to do something, you know. And no disrespect to anybody, to any DJ. I love everybody, DJs. Big shouts to every DJ in this country. You guys are doing amazing, but I. Don't want to be like everybody. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I always want to do something different. I want. To, I always want to. I always. I don't want to follow everybody mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, understand. I always want to go. My was way. that was that easy to put together the whole concert? It wasn't, but then we pulled it off. <laughs> I can imagine it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, but we pulled it off. At the end like of the having day, all the acts come on. Yeah. Promo yeah, on why. Yeah. Yeah. Making noise about it, then yeah. it finally happened. I'm yeah. like, bro, yeah, they that's all came so cool. To support, I mean, so yeah, and then I had the DJ symposium, you know. True, you yeah. had that too. Yeah, when you that. were teaching, yeah, you've you've actually done a lot for the culture. Yeah, yeah. there's so, more to come though. On God, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, tell us what, what you have. What you have? Coming? Well, currently I'm working on mashups. Okay. I think DJ DJs have lost that um, power. Mm-hmm. that they used to have back then now yeah. they've lost it to social media i think virus said this on some stations she, recently, recently. And I, it's true so we, we have to start something like start a whole different you understand that's why i'm doing the mashups now mm-hmm. aside dropping music I'm, yeah. I'm doing mashups you just did one with tonga yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. so i feel mashup is like the next thing, thing. It hasn't it has, it has always been it has thing, always been honestly. but now but it's like will, it went down yeah. for new sounds to yeah. emerge so yeah, yeah we'll be back up again yeah i feel yeah. you yeah feel so you. now that's what i'm working on i'm also working on um i'm about to go on tour again okay yes uh by first week in first week of july i should be out okay so and then i'm working on a lot i have to, i'm dropping my first single for the year too soon first single for the year yeah what's the code don't worry about it. It's you yeah, It's when it comes. Can we, can we get a sneak peek? No, no, no. It's not ready yet. Who's, who's the artist? It's not ready yet. Not ready. I'm still working on it's still, it. It's so, still in the works. Yeah, it's okay. not ready yet. So, I mean. You're working on all of yeah. that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You've, you've had, like, you've had some, such an impressive Thank career you. so far. Thank you. So, the, so, what, 13 years in the game? Yeah. 13 years in. Yes. And you're yeah. still going hard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm impressed. 
tried. Myself, I'm just seven years in, but bro. Seven years, wow. Yeah, since 2015. Oh, right. No, let's make it six years. 2016. Seriously. Mm. What 2016. have you learned so far? What have I learned? I've learned that you should be humble. Yeah. You should be very open to learning. Yeah. Because what I started with, I mean, okay, so when I started, right, I decided I had listened to everything and I was comfortable playing house. Okay. But then when I started, I started with Afro House. Then it's like, my people were like, bro, Afro House sounds too giddy giddy. It's mm-hmm. so plenty. Mm-hmm. And plus, you're beginning. Mm-hmm. You're not mixing too well. Yeah. You're not doing all those things too well. So it's like, yeah, you're making the most mistakes. And I'm like, okay, tone it down. Start with Afro Beats mm-hmm. proper, like slower tempos. Lower BPMs, get, just get used to the sound and everything. Uh-huh. Then when you get a fam hang, you go back to house. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, cool. So it's like, I was always open to making sure that I learned. Even though my heart, my heart was in house music, I had to put that aside and just make sure that I got a proper hang of everything. And when I did, I had the freedom to go back to house. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So that development is there. Stay humble. Respect everybody. Yeah. Regardless, because yeah. sometimes you feel like you deserve an opportunity, but bro, it's not yours. It's for someone else, someone who's now on the come up, or someone who's below you, or someone who's ahead of you. Yeah. Just keep it pushing. It's not that deep. Yep. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. Like, no. everyone is really trying to eat. Yeah. Like, there's no point competing. You understand. Yeah, so we're all trying so to like, do our thing, you know. Make everything just work. So, yeah. I mean, so far, I think those are the things I've learned. Be humble, be open to learning. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Don't box yourself too much, too. Facts. I was about to say that. I mean, that's actually one of the things that pushed me to go international. Yeah, not boxing myself. Yeah, not boxing myself. Because no disrespect, but in Ghana, I feel like sometimes when you like you blow up, after you blow, now you hit the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You can't do much. Yeah. And you just be hanging in there. So, so you drop. <laughs> just go out there and explore and then try to, you know, you know yeah, find, find new, new things. Yeah. That, that I think that also plays into the reason why I've bought into house again, like yeah. heavily. Yeah. And that's where the money is. Bro, bro. The richest DJs in the world are house DJs. House, bro. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's house. And like the music makes sense. The yeah. vibes are there. Yeah. The people come out in their numbers to yeah. support house DJs. So yeah. like, that's where my interest is. I mean, I'm supposed to take it as seriously as I can. Do what I need to do and boom. If it was going to work, it'll work. Yeah. The patience is always there. No just keep, keep pushing. And then one thing I'll, sell, I'll tell you is try to link up with house DJs outside this country. Definitely. The link up is very important. Definitely. Very, very, very important. That's what will get you there. Yeah. That's what will take you there. I'll definitely yeah. do not don't, 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 don't be. Charlie, just DM them. Send, I do that a lot. Bro, I I, I'm telling people. you guys, Mike Smith, DM me. Yeah, that's, I DM people a lot. One of the craziest things that's happening this yeah. year. Yeah. Because if I stand anywhere and say Mike Smith, DM me. Bro, no one's going to believe me. You, you showed me, right? That's what, that's what helped me. Yeah. Yeah, DM. All the, my biggest song, Jama with Paturanki, was through the DM. Bro, that song slaps. <laughs> that song slaps. Yeah, you understand? That song slaps. <laughs> like, it got all the flowers it deserved. I'm not going to lie yeah? to you. It got all the flowers we it deserved. Like, we thank God. We thank God. Papa. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, that song yeah. slaps. You know? Like so that it was, comes it down was to that Afrobeat song that was like yes yeah so it comes down to consistency yeah you understand I I was I was dropping songs since like 2012 yeah and you didn't know any of any of yeah. them right? so that's what I was surprised yeah, that, that song actually, but it's like yeah so yeah. from Jamal yeah, like, yeah so you know consistency it yeah it was, that same year I had Yemko as well 
Yeah, you know, with Chrissy. Yeah, with Chrissy. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, so I mean, bro, you've had an amazing run. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. You, you, you've been up. You've been up. Charlie. But it's honestly inspiring. I'm not gonna lie. Like this whole conversation, I'm just getting inspired because I might not have started where you started. Yeah. But then it's like you've done so well, and I'm like, yeah, that's super inspiring. Because, bro, what else can you do? You can't fail, bro. Yeah, man. You can't fail. No, that's like, failure is not, it's my not books. an option. Bro. <laughs> it's not in my dictionary. Like yeah, this, <laughs> I honestly like appreciate you coming yeah, on to do this. It has, it has been amazing, honestly, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank and you. your story, I'm sure, it's definitely going to inspire someone else somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You might be down, but bro, <laughs> work at it. You are gonna be up. Let's <laughs> make this telling you. You know, you're going Charlie, to be up, Charlie, my bro. success came from failure. Bro, <laughs> you understand? That's it. You're I gonna mean, you're gonna be up. You understand? Just so believe, keep pushing, just keep going. Believe, yeah. I mean, keep doing your thing, respect everybody. True, I mean, respect, yes, respect. When you feel like somebody's deal. doing and I realize one thing about this country, people don't like giving people their flowers. Right. Don't be that person. Don't don't be that person. If you are inspired by somebody, tell them. Just say say that. Oh, say this person inspires me. You won't die. Bro, <laughs> you are not gonna die. You won't die. So I mean, that's that's that's. And it. it's not a competition. Remember, nope, it's never a it competition. It's not a competition. You're yeah. just trying to make something. We're all trying yourself. to eat, bro. You're just trying to make sure that you are better. That's <laughs> it. Shelly, big Mike, I appreciate you doing this. Nope. Like, I'm going to say thank you so many years <laughs> from now. You're still going to be surprised. You're like, why, why are you still telling me thank you? But no, no. That's one thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to actually open my doors for all the young guys who wants to we, learn from we me. We definitely or wants appreciate to, that. You understand? So, I mean, if you're out there and just like MC's um, story, don't be afraid. Just Bro, hit me up. Don't be afraid. Hit me up. I'm, a, I'm a human being. Just I was like, holding oh, back the whole time. <laughs> but once he texted me, bro, I just took it from there. But then I always appreciate him texting me. Maybe I should do better. I'll text people more. Yeah, I'll do that because yeah. there are a whole lot of people I do admire. Yeah, so as for that, I'll do better. Yeah. That it worked for me. It worked for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely will. Okay, before you go, just drop your socials for the new audience who's going to now be hearing your voice. Whoa. I don't think people hear your voice like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're hearing the voice, an exclusive. <laughs> So drop your socials for the yeah, new um, audience. DJ Mike Smith everywhere. As in DJ Mike Smith. DJ M I C and then Smith. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook TikTok, Snapchat, everywhere. You be dancing on TikTok. SoundCloud. I don't I don't dance. I only oh, post DJ I, stuff. You had you had like a radio thing on SoundCloud, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like shutdown so yeah, experience. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. 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 What happened to that? It's still in the works. I mean, we are trying to rebrand it, brand it, and then bring it back. It's amazing. I have yeah. a I have a similar idea. I just worked on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But the mind is like house music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie, yeah. go for mine, it. Mine bro. is house music. Go for it. The I, sky I mean, is big enough. Honestly, I just put it. It was just in the promo, but then Five Alive is coming. Yeah. Yeah. First episode somewhere somewhere in the week. Charlie, go for you it. Guys, you go guys for it. it. The sky is big enough for all of us. Bro, we are open to fit. Yeah, we're open to fit. Yeah. I, I appreciate you coming on. Um. Thank you once again. Hopefully, we'll do this like two years down the line. Yeah, when you're bigger, yeah, yeah. come back. Whenever. When you come and tell like a more inspiring story, you know of how you landed Jay Z on the song. You know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it happened. It happened. We're here I mean, for it. We're here for it. One morning, I woke up and then a friend sent me a DM that Timbaland was listening to my song and was jamming to it. Bro, I was like, oh. You didn't see that video, right? Uh, no, I did. Oh, you you did. posted it. Like yeah. I was, I'm just thinking how yeah. you are going to be so, feeling at that time. I mean, it's a process. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. My Smith featuring Jay Z is coming. <laughs> my Smith featuring oh, my Smith produced by Timberland hey, is coming. It will happen. 
Like we go mad. Yeah, 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 I'm happy. I mean, anything is possible. It's possible. Charlie, Honestly, it's possible. It's, it. possible. it's possible. It's yeah. possible. It's gonna work. Yeah. But big Mike, Charlie, thank yeah. you, thank you once again. I appreciate you and I appreciate you and your listeners, Charlie. And thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on. We definitely have you again sometime. All right. Adios. <laughs> this has been a Gold Coast Reports production.